We are live. It is freezing in this room. It's cold. It's very cold today. You know, I've I vowed. I think that at one point last year I said that if you see me in a robe during a regular broadcast, then I, I've all hope is lost. I've given up. Oh, but yeah. it's simply because I'm so cold. <laughs> I was going to say we just did we did a whole special about it was robe night. Well, that, that was robe night. I'm saying this is not you know. We didn't declare this Robe Wednesdays or anything. You That's know? true, because uh, Alba was excited for us for Robe Day last time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, there was a big buildup to that, as everyone recalls. Which is very funny. Oh, it's the big Robe Day. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone with us this early? Um, yeah, I think there's five so far. Oh, good for them. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Uh, we didn't announce this. I guess we kind of mentioned it yesterday. That would be starting early. but yeah, We gave a nice wide window. Yeah, I don't know. I've done, this is now the fourth show I've done in like 29 hours. <laughs> so I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> uh, it's crap out. <laughs> it's But not only that, it's like there's shit going on and like everyone's just talking about COVID. And it's like, I don't know. I, I'm interested in a lot of that stuff, but I imagine people get sick of it. You know, we don't talk about it that much. But then when you do, people will bitch about it. Oh, Mike's obsessed with it. I've seen a lot of that lately. They're just following you on Getter, right? You're darn right. Yeah, that's that's where you can get all my hot takes on COVID now. <laughs> Did you listen to that Robert Malone podcast? Uh, I've, I think I'm like an hour 15 in. It's very good. Yeah, I mean, the guy invented the fucking shot. So here's the interesting thing uh, is like people... I tweeted about it. Those were my final COVID tweets. I tweeted about Dr. Robert Malone and said, like, this is a must. You got to gotta go listen to this. It's very interesting. Yeah. And like people reached out to me and they weren't they were not being shitty, uh, but they were just like, hey, here's an article uh, debunking what this guy says and this and that. And it's like the instinct to do that, because even if there's some, you know, um, if some people at his level, like medically uh, or just, uh, uh, you know, intelligence wise are able to argue with him or disagree with him on certain things, that's one thing. But what he went on Rogan for is saying they're silencing me because I'm saying that uh, you shouldn't give it to children. <laughs> and I invented it. <laughs> And they're shutting me down for that. Like, that's a different, it's a totally separate argument. It's not saying the vaccines are good or bad or anything. It's, there's something weird going on that not enough people are questioning. Uh, yeah. And I also think, uh, I saw a chart that said that that show had like 11 million downloads. I don't, so I think that might be the average. Okay. Cause there's no way, Rogan. there's no because way the Peter McCullough episode had like 40 million. Right. And this was even bigger. But the thing I so if, if assuming we saw the same thing, um, what they were saying was uh, Rogan's like ratings basically. So I assume that's an average of his episodes. Oh, where okay. I don't know where I don't know if Spotify just makes that public or how they're getting that. Mm. But they were saying that Rogan has 11 million downloads per episode, as opposed to like you know three million people watch Tucker every night, one million watch CNN. So he's just like crushing everyone in the news. <laughs> The most alarming thing was uh, how far down the list you had to go to get something that wasn't Fox. Yeah, that's that that too. Yeah. And then like I saw people saying like Rogan is not disrupting the media because if you add all of those up, 
uh, it still equals what Rogan is doing. So the amount of people watching cable news is the same as Rogan. And it's like, you don't think it's a disruption to the legacy media that uh, some alpha bro (laughs) with a podcast is doing the same numbers as all of them combined. (laughs) (laughs) You don't find that to be remarkable. (laughs) I saw a meme that was um, uh, a very good description of the media. I thought or journalism and it would be, it showed a politician in like a crowd and screaming at them. And then the journalist holding the mic up to the politician. And then now it's just the journalist and the politician screaming at the crowd. (laughs) Well, that's that's what I thought. Don't look up to the good job doing, and everybody, like, a lot of people shit on that movie. Um, and a lot of it was shallow; like the message was very on the nose. But what I thought they did a very good job with was the uh, stuff about like just the media and government, and how easy it is to slough things off and make people seem crazy because they care about an issue, uh, and how we just ignore shit until maybe it's too late. Way too late. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Why? Uh, why is this an echo chamber?" It's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. And Ro- uh, Robert Malone again, the guy that invented the fucking technology. Mm-hmm. I will say there were a couple points where I was like, "This is where they'll poke holes at him," because he said uh, he would say things like, uh, "You know, Joe, frankly, and I excuse my language, but this is starting to get nuck and futs." I heard that, and I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> and I was like, "Bobby, come on." <laughs> We're on your side here. Ugh, that was awful. <laughs> he had a few little things like that where I was like, yeah, oh, God. You could tell Rogan was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. You're on my, my show. Um, But the other thing he said that I thought was interesting is like the um, incentives for hospitals to diagnose something at COVID death or to get people on ventilators, like the financial incentives they have. He exposed that. And people are not, that's not even being talked about on social media or anywhere else. Like people aren't even acknowledging that. That was talked about a lot like a year ago though. It should be still today because (laughs) I agree a year later we'll, we're still doing this. I agree. But I, I, that, that wasn't any like news breaking to me at least. (laughs) You sound better. I'd feel better. My, my nose is more stuffed up today. It's different every day. Oh, you don't sound it. You sound much clearer. Oh really? I feel like my, my throat's not as as brutal as it was yesterday. Yesterday you were noticeably sick. Today I wouldn't have known. Hmm. Just, um, just in the face. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. People are asking if either of us pay our heat bill. <laughs> oh, so that's the thing is, uh, Alba last month we got our heating bill. It was a little high, and Alba was like, "Oh, this is not doing this again." <laughs> so now, like. The heat is essentially on. like it's on, but it's not, you know, right? It's on enough so that the pipes don't freeze and I don't feel good. So I'm bundled up. Yeah. Oh, that's why they're asking. Cause we're both bundled up. I have, uh, I thought it was my complaints about the, <laughs> this room. Well, you have, you do have the robe on. I have a, a beanie on and a sweatshirt. Cool. That's funny. I almost put a beanie on and then I couldn't find it. <laughs> Uh, also, this room has no. I don't think there are any vents in here. Nice and chilly. Yeah, That's the way you want. I don't it. think the heat comes into this my little office here, my nook. It's gotta. It must. I don't think it does. It's always noticeably when I open the door here and first come in. It's I have a little space heater 
<laughs> to offset the fact that no heat comes in here. Now, is that supposed to be an office or is that like a bedroom you turned into an office? Um, well, the dimensions are about five by ten. <laughs> it's a tiny so, one. I mean, it would be an incredibly small bedroom. Is there a closet? Your bedroom. Yeah. So I think technically it would be a bedroom, right? I guess so. Yeah, there is a closet and like in, if you lived in the city, this would not be a crazy small bedroom, Mm. but it is, it is very small. So my money would be on that. There's heat somewhere in there. It's gotta be. What can I tell you? I'm sitting in this. (laughs) Well, you know, um, so the other thing that, uh, involves Rogan is this Ethan Klein Mm -hmm. who is, and this is where I really get into, um, the, uh, where I found the Robert Malone interview fascinating because again, Robert Malone, he worked on the AIDS virus. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's been around for a long time. Um, and you know, he's one of the top vaccinologists in the country and that's who Rogan was talking to. So people are acting like, uh, you know what it reminds you know, this is the perfect analogy. I think, uh, you would always sunny fan. Yes. Do you remember the episode where um, Dee and Dennis's mother dies? Yep. And the lawyer is reading them the will. And she says that DeAndre gets nothing. And, uh, and <laughs> that she's giving all her money to charity or to Bruce Mathis. Yeah. And uh, they're yelling at the lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I'm, I am reading a piece of paper here. <laughs> like, oh, you tell that bitch. <laughs> and then at the end, Dennis walks out and he goes, hey, man. Thanks for the house. (laughs) That's what this is like where Rogan has a scientist on a doctor. Yeah. And the doctor tells you his thoughts and his opinions and his findings. And then we all collectively go, Hey, fuck you, Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) Like it doesn't, it doesn't, the anger at Rogan doesn't make any sense to me. No, not even a little bit. Let's hear what, what, what did Ethan Klein have? So you, you aren't familiar with Ethan Klein, right? But you like, kind of were. Like I said, I've seen his face a lot. He, he's that kind of guy where, uh, excuse me, he, um, I, if anyone's ever heard of the H3H3 podcast, it's him and his wife, Ethan Klein and his wife. Um, and they've been on your mom's house and uh, I think a few other podcasts. I know, oh, Ethan Klein, I know, filled in for Bert on Two Bears, One Cave once. So Segura likes him, evidently. Um, when I listen to him, I find him very dry and boring and don't understand the appeal. However, uh, that's been said about me in the past. So who I haven't given him really enough of a chance, but, um, he seems to be like his audience seems to be comedy fans, but a little more hipstery. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, but he is in that world, which makes this. Interesting. Um, so the, evidently, uh, Ethan Klein saw you know people talking about the Robert Mo- uh, Robert Malone podcast. And Robert Mueller. This is what he decided to throw out. That was that was a snap fucking flashback for you, wasn't it? What's that? <laughs> I think you called him Robert Mueller at first. Did I? Yeah, going back to the glory days of the Mueller report. Oh, I can't even imagine I ever talked about that. So that's <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> Ethan wrote, uh, Joe Rogan, who lives on elk meat, egg yolk, and human growth hormone with lungs full of tar, thinks he's healthier than everyone. This A great, uh, a fun headline. Of course, it was from some right winger, 
But I did think it was funny that uh, they go, obese podcaster Ethan Klein criticizes Joe Rogan's health. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Andy No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it was. Uh, he wrote, he f- continues, this motherfucker is such a bitch that when he got COVID, he threw the kitchen sink at it. If you're so healthy, just ride it out uh, like you say a man should. Okay. When find Rogan saying that a man should do that? Uh, I don't think I could because I don't it believe it. doesn't exist. Yeah, no. People have created this narrative that Rogan is like a sexist. <laughs> no. His women, he has like brilliant women on his podcast all the time. Yeah, probably more so than men actually. He thinks Whitney Cummings is funny. Yeah, that motherfucker. You know, that's how much <laughs> that's how much of not a sexist he is. <laughs> but it's funny how, um, and I used to say this about Trump, where it's like, why make shit up? You know what I mean? Like, if you hate the guy, hate him for real things. Why criticize him about things that don't exist? Like, A, obviously, Joe Rogan's in great. He's a 55-year-old man who's in amazing shape. The idea that he's uh, full of fucking nicotine and steroids seems a little ridiculous. But then also, like, the idea that he says only men... Uh, only men, real men survive COVID. He's never said that. And the idea of throwing the kitchen sink, that's like saying, well, if you're a real man and you get cancer, <laughs> you wouldn't get leukemia. You just, t- I mean, you wouldn't get fucking uh, chemo. You just tough it out. You just ride it out. You know, I got the, uh, the side-by-side picture of both of them on the screen right now. That's fun. Yeah. Is there a noticeable difference? Yep. Yes, there is. One. Was there one more tweet in that thread? I forget. Uh, there was several. You want me to go through them all? Oh, sure. Why not? All right. Uh, hold on. Um, dude has caused so much vaccine hesitancy and misinformation, and he doesn't even have the balls to stand by the shit he preaches. Now he's on his show talking about how fat people should just die of COVID. Dude is no such a that. fucking piece of shit. <laughs> no, nobody said that. Is this not he's, is this not like a joke? I mean, there's no evidence of that. You know, like they're not buddies enough. Like if Tony Hinchcliffe did this or Ar- if Ari Shafir did this, I would have said, yes, it's a joke. Um, but there's no evidence that would suggest and it was like trending all day yesterday like people were talking about it and he didn't come out and say like you guys are fucking morons you know right uh so there's more th- this feels to me and it's funny that you asked that because now it's like so angry that i'm like maybe it is a joke but my first thought was like ah, maybe he got like drunk and did this or something it's still up uh instead <laughs> let's, of getting, let's, yeah. what's the next one Instead of getting vaccinated, he takes uh, Regeneron, an experimental drug that was developed alongside the mRNA vaccines. His logic makes no sense, and then credits ivermectin, which does fucking nothing for COVID. Wait, here's another thing, though, that people ignore. Joe Rogan is still alive. Am I wrong about that? Uh, he also tested negative in three days. He's he's still with us. <laughs> I'm to understand, and he's healthy. So you could say that shit does nothing, and maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't do anything. Uh, Dr. Robert Malone says it does. He says ivermectin and monoclonal antibodies um, can be helpful, but maybe they do. No, let's say, let's pretend they do nothing, like Dr. Ethan Klein says. <laughs> he's alive. I don't get it. 
And he, he doesn't, all he said was he took it. He didn't say that it helped or didn't help. He just said it was part of the cocktail that he took. Right. He threw the kitchen sink at it, as he said. Mm. It's just funny to me, these guys that are like, you're not a doctor. Here's what you should do. Do you think, do you think, <laughs> how would you know? Yeah. Do you think Segura reached out to him and was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. See, I don't know if they're close on that level, you know? Yeah. But maybe. Yeah. It, it is very weird. Like, why are you doing this? Did but this, did this you, guy you know get into a fight with someone else recently too? Who Ethan Klein? Yeah. Did we did we cover it? You know what? That sounds familiar. I want to say there's something funny going. We may have never even talked about it on the podcast, but I think it's something I definitely sent you. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Oh, um, Crowder was it Crowder? Maybe. Yes, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we ever got to it. I think they ambushed him by having some other random guy on his show when Crowder was on, and they got into a screaming match. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Mm. Yeah, so that makes me again think that Ethan Klein isn't joking, you know? Yeah, definitely not. Um, But it is interesting, like, he's probably super rich. Ethan Klein? Yeah, and, like, people don't know who he is. <laughs> probably. All you know, like, that's the weird thing about podcasting is you can have a monster audience and the guy next door won't know who you are you know yeah rogan's probably the only podcast host that i assume everyone knows everyone knows well i mean bill burr no but like my parents know rogan you know what i mean yeah um i'm trying to think of who who's second who's the second biggest podcaster tom brady <laughs> tom brady <laughs> Uh, Alex Cooper. Yep. Yeah, you're right. If you go to second place, because he like Big Cat and PFT aren't household names, certainly. No, definitely not. Bill Simmons. Maybe. Bill Simmons, I guess, would be the closest. Mm, I don't know. That might just be a regional thing, too. Yeah. Portnoy. Yeah. I don't know. Who's the second biggest podcast? We'll, we'll bring up the charts. Um. Uh, last last tweet on this thread. Uh, oh, please. Sorry, before I get off it. Meanwhile, Joe is uh, on a big pharma conspiracy against vaccines. Someone needs to ask him who makes ivermectin and Regeneron and all the other shit he took after he had COVID. Well, he's not against vaccines, first of all. No. He said people should take the vaccines if they feel it would help them. Joe Rogan kept talking to me specifically saying, hey, fatty, get the shot. <laughs> and that would be like if I randomly mentioned uh, how good saltines were and you were like, well, you believe in conspiracy theories. You're not going to question where saltines come from. <laughs> it's like no one's pushing ivermectin on you. No you know, it doesn't make any It doesn't. It does not make any fucking sense that people get so angry, but they're losing their minds. You know, I bet the next biggest podcast isn't even from this country. Hmm. What's one on iTunes right now? Or Apple. I always say iTunes, but uh top ten most popular podcasts. Uh Joe Rogan. How this is on Apple? This is on my Google search. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, how would he okay? Oh, shout out fucking Alex Cooper. Oh my god. <laughs> is she number two? She is number five. Um TED Talks Daily hosted by Elise Who. See, like, that's second. Yeah. What a massive drop-off. Uh, the Daily, hosted by Michael Barbaro. 
Then number four, the Michelle Obama podcast hosted by Michelle Obama. Now, how can that be? See, this is where I think these numbers are lies. I was going to say are off, but I think they're just straight up lies. Five caller daddy, which is that, un- that I believe unbelievable uh, uh, company. Six crime junkie. Seven. That I believe that's a huge podcast. Okay, but yeah, we're you're, we're proving your point here that no one would know who hosts Crime Junkie. Right. Uh, seven stuff you should know. No idea. Um. Shit. I ran out of. Uh, I'm a podcaster. I hasn't heard of these podcasts. Um, Crime Junkie hosted by Ashley Flowers and Britt Prawat. Yeah, so there aren't that many household names in podcasting, I guess. Well, there are. You just have to go down the way. Like, at Corolla, people know who that is. You know what I mean? Like Number eight, Office Ladies. Marin. The Office Ladies. Yeah, I forgot about that. It is a popular show. Number nine, Entande to Mente. You know what the best of those shows is? The uh, Well, there's like a whole genre now of... Actors who were involved in the show talk going episode by episode talking about the show. Mm-hmm. Like there's one for community and parks and rec and scrubs and uh, Sopranos. Obviously there's a bunch of them. I think by far the best one is the always sunny podcast. They have their own show. Oh, you don't know that? No. Well, they just started it. Um, they, two episodes a week. They do. They keep it to about a half hour, 40 minutes. And it's just the three of them, uh, Rob McElhaney, Charlie Day, and Glenn Howerton, um, talking about the episode, and then they generally veer off into their own lives uh, and kind of relate it to the episode, like, um, um, trying to think, like in the last episode, they had to do community service, so they talk about, and it's like, times they've gotten arrested and shit like that. Hmm. And it's interesting, because it's not only, like, they're obviously friends, like, they've been friends for 20 years. Um, so they, you know, they have good chemistry and everything and they weren't just actors on the show. They wrote and created the show. I like that because, uh, yeah. go check it out. Everyone. It's easily, easily the best one of those. I think it also, um, there's always rumors that Glenn Howard leaving the show too, because he doesn't get along with anyone. <laughs> I mean, it seems like he does. Yeah. It seems like he's my, just as a listener, my take on it would be he's the most easily annoyed of the three. You know what I mean? The Probably the quickest to be like, I'm out of here, but he's obviously friends with them, you know? Right. Right. But it's also one that like, I could see that being a pot when they finish, like when they catch up and have, you know, recapped every episode, I could see them just doing a podcast. Mm. I you know so. what I mean? Like they're just good together. Well, no, I'm definitely gonna listen to that. Cause I like the three of them a lot. Yeah. Um, but you know who actually does that too? And I don't listen to it, but uh, I guess the workaholics guys do a podcast together. Yeah, they're they're a little much for me sometimes. Yeah, I don't listen to it, but then it's not like a workaholics themed podcast. But like that's cool that they do that together. You know? Oh, that's good. And uh, number ten to round it out is Pod Save America. <laughs> I feel like you've got. I never noticed this. You have some weird form of autism where you have to close out a before you can move on to talk about anything else. You have to close out. The, well, I just the segment. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> uh, I I just saw Pod Save America and this John Favreau made me really hate the awesome John Favreau because I thought it was the same guy for a long time. Really? Yeah. They're both named John Favreau. Yeah. 
Not not like um, Swingers John Favreau. Yeah. That's the good John Favreau. I feel like I've heard this before, but it didn't really this register. This John my Favreau brain. is from my hometown of North Reading and was a writer for Barack Obama. What is Pod Save America? Just liberal liberal horseshit. Right, Ted? Uh, ah, Ted likes it. Ted probably the liberal loves puss. It. He's a puss. <laughs> what uh, Oh, by the way, what time do we start? Do you have any idea? Um 25 minutes ago. Okay. All right, good to know. Um the other thing I wanted to talk about today was this weird video I came across Cullinane uh, played it for me yesterday. And then I, I don't know if it would have come up on Camus, but I just forgot about it. Um, Alec Baldwin made some Instagram video and I just want to play it and see like, is he losing his fucking mind? Definitely. <laughs> this is so bizarre. So oh Alec Baldwin made a, like a 25 minute Instagram video the other day and listen to this story he's telling This is how it starts. I was at a coffee shop here on Long Island and uh, having lunch with a friend of mine and uh, a young woman, you know, like a senior in high school or she, maybe she was in college. I couldn't really tell. She walked by with a guy. She was with a guy. Sounds like a script. Me, and she handed me. Well, a, so I was going to say that where like you got to remember he's an actor. Yeah. And that's the th- the first thing I think of whenever actors give. Remember we played that Jonah Hill thing last week? Yeah. Of Jonah Hill crying. It's like, this is what these guys do. He's giving a performance right now. Right. Whatever he's building up to, which I, I've watched it and I still haven't figured it out. But whatever he's building up to, like this is a performance to make you feel like he's in this dark state. I can't get past the bloody nose. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with that. It looked, It looks like he was wearing glasses and someone punched the glasses. Really? Yeah. So the outside, it's not like a bloody nose. No, it's on like the runny. It's, it's like the outside of his nose is yeah, bloody. Yeah, right between the eyes. Huh. It's like a, 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 a giant indent. Maybe popped a zit or something. <laughs> it's caved in. Like, it's weird looking. <laughs> and in along the perimeter of the package where there was uh, a a modest amount of space to write on. She wrote me a note on both sides of the package. And um, it was all, you know, so many people care about you or something. You know I mean? It was like really very, very kind and very thoughtful and very, just just really this so was Canteen Boy. Amazing that she had this <laughs> splendid. Is that not a little odd to Alec Baldwin that a high school girl wrote him a note on a Splenda packet. She was so young. I almost shot her and said, said, people care about you. What a strange, I don't think it, maybe because of this story, they would, but I feel like your typical high school girl does not know who Alec Baldwin is right now. No, you know what I mean? We're well past 30. Right. What's the last thing he's done other than rust. (laughs) Uh, Oh, SNL. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You're SNL. You're right. Yeah, I guess they would know him from that. Uh, not not according to the ratings. Not many people. <laughs> hey, hey, Let's, Let's keep listening to this because we haven't got the fascinating part is that this doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> like I think we've hit the high note already. 
I do like how he keeps calling the Splenda a package. This package, the Splenda package. You know what? This video is great uh, ASMR. Yeah. I'm I'm talking to you like this, and I, a young woman handed me a Splenda package. Ooh, ooh, Alec. Ooh, Talking Sopranos commented on it. <laughs> what? Uh, talking Sopranos, the Instagram, the, the podcast. Yeah. Verified. What did they say? They just did like the the hands, like the oh praise Alec Baldwin hands. <laughs> what a strange. <laughs> Now that's a cultural crossover I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> and she left and I, she was on her way out when she gave it to me. And I was sitting there and uh, I, I took it home and I, I, I was going to photograph it. I was going to screenshot it uh, on both sides. She wrote on both sides of the package. I was going to screenshot it and then I lost it. I had it. No, I'm so overwhelmed. I wonder if I put it somewhere to make it safe. And I don't remember where uh, I searched for it yesterday. <clears throat> like you would. By the way, there's no con- you, if you're you know if you're viewing this with us at home, you didn't miss anything. Like there's no context to this. He just uploaded this video. <laughs> Did you hear? I searched for it like you would look for keys or a wallet. <laughs> Or anything else you've lost. Perhaps you misplaced your sneakers or uh, perhaps the remote for the television slipped between the couch cushions. You ever looked for uh, glasses and they were on your head the whole time? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of like when uh, you, you misplace your cell phone and then you look for your cell phone and you're not able to find your cell phone. And that's similar to what I was doing with this Splenda package. I got I also I kind of keep telling myself that this dude allegedly shot a, a woman by accident. And I can't, you know, fault him for being a little fucked up afterwards. Oh, completely. Yeah, I understand that, but I don't know. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of what this is. Yeah, that's a great question. Let's find <laughs> like, out. I don't know. We're going to keep watching. This might be uh, this week's TV time capsule. Because <laughs> I, I think we might watch all 25 minutes of this. I was obsessed with finding this. I'm still obsessed with finding it because I want to screenshot it. I doubt a packet like that's going to last um, very long. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about this <laughs> with such high esteem. <laughs> A package like that's not going to last very long. Hilaria's going to get her hands on it. It's going to be in some coffee. A package like that only comes across once in a lifetime. I I had my chance and I missed it. I bungled it. Maybe, do you think maybe, Alec, uh, she doesn't know who you are and just thought you were a miserable looking piece of shit? Yeah, maybe you were doing this at the fucking diner and she's like, good guy, get yourself some help. <laughs> also, like, was a napkin not available? Just a Splenda package. How do you even write on it? You have to have such tiny handwriting. Yeah, she was young. This does prove that uh, I could listen to Alec Baldwin talk about anything. Oh, yeah. Like, he has the greatest narrator voice of all time. (laughs) I mean, it's up there. Speaking of uh, celebrities who shouldn't be making videos, how long on Christmas Eve did you uh, go before you gave up? Oh, God damn it. Yeah, we didn't do a show uh, for a while after that. Yeah, I, I I went pretty late into the night before I gave up. 
Well, I think I tweeted about it at like uh, 4 p.m. So I think that's when I gave up. And But it, I got to give him credit because I think this year so many people were anticipating it that then it becomes corny. Yeah, hopefully. You, you know, just- so I think the spaceman said, hey, I can't give the people what they want all the time. I got to make them wait a little bit, you know, just wait till mid-February for no reason. <laughs> no, that'd be great. Catch yourself off guard. That's what I was waiting for is the day after Christmas. He drops a video and be, be like, oh, you rascal, Kevin. Oh, sorry, folks. I uh, misplaced my camera. <laughs> Alba had never watched uh, House of Cards and she started watching it recently. Uh, it's unfortunate that he leaves the program because it was a good show. You forget how good he was in that show. So good. And then um, she got to the end. I, I So I never watched the just the Claire Underwood season. Me either. And so uh, when she got there, I started it with her and I was like, this is unwatchable. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different show. They just made it like it turned into the West Wing or something. <laughs> Remember, they were suing him for like $35 million. That's the greatest. I kind of hope that. I'd like to see that through. <laughs> what, uh, uh, did he, he get accused multiple times over or just one kid? I know Anthony Rapp is the big one. Um, and there were like rumors forever. Big one, like hung? Well, that I'm not sure of. I can't <laughs> speak to, you'd have to ask Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, tell you, the little one I get based on his age. <laughs> um, but that's the one I know of. I'm sure there were others. I'm not uh, I'm not too well versed in these spacey charges. That wasn't one of my as much as people have, uh, you know, tied him to me. He wasn't one of my um, my studies. <laughs> we're going to have to do some sort of watch along when that pedophile hunter movie comes out, because it's going to be gold. Is that still coming out? I believe so. We looked it up not that long ago, I feel like. Huh. Yeah, I guess we will have to watch that. <laughs> That'll be it. All right, back to Alec Baldwin. We're only two minutes in. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> we'll see how far uh, we get. If you are the young woman that gave me the Splendor packet at uh, John Papas uh, the other day. <laughs> He's like a boy who lost his dog. Because I'm very grateful. John was Pappas. So lovely. And I, that meant so much to me. It meant... A lot to me. If anyone has seen this um, the yellow <clears throat> package and it and says then, Splenda on it. <laughs> However, there is some handwriting uh, similar to that of a young girl. I just like the way he leaned into Papa's. He's like, yeah, I was at John Papa's. John Papa's. If any of you have seen the Splenda packages there, they are probably similar to Splenda packages at your a local coffee shop or eatery. Tap, tap, tap. Uh, But this was different in the sense that it did have uh, just a lovely note on it that meant so much to me. Tap, tap, tap. I'm right in your ear. I'm buzzing in your ear. (laughs) Um, My sister Jane had a friend of hers, uh, the guy's daughter. I'm going to find this for you. Hold on one second. I keep going back to the fact that there, there's no lead into uh, this. No, there's no. Hey, here's why I'm doing uh, this. Uh, we contacted his her father. He said it was cool <clears throat> to mention her um, on this post. Her name is Addison, <laughs> and she wrote me a note. And, and this was on a sweet low package. And, uh, 
The note says, um, Dear Mr. Baldwin, I am so sorry for what has happened and for what you are going through. There are lots of people uh, well, praying for you. Let's try and remember that a girl died. At the hands of you, sir. Yeah, maybe be a little more sorry for the, you know, the family of the deceased. He looks and, I, We always forget a second person got shot, too. That's right. Am I wrong about that? No, you're right. Well, he shot two people. I don't know if they got shot. I know a second got injured. Right. I well, that's what I mean in some capacity. He probably he shot clean through that first girl. It hit the catwalk. The catwalk fell on the second guy. So we're starting to see this is a video. Uh, the intent is becoming a little more clear that we're seeing. Uh, this is basically look at what I'm going through. Can you guys please see that these people are reaching out to me and do more of it? <laughs> yes. And look at the fact that for some reason, many young girls are giving me handwritten notes. <laughs> The dad said it was okay, and I said, you don't have a choice. <laughs> and I put my six-shooter back in my pocket. Uh, this was on a uh, crumpled uh, travel brochure for Carnival Cruises. Uh, yeah, I got she it. wrote a note. She tore a piece of the brochure off and wrote me a note saying, I hope you have many great travels in your future, which I thought was very cute because again, it was on the brochure of a, a carnival cruise. Yeah, you know what a diner, those little creams that they have on the table. <laughs> they left me a note on this container. <laughs> she said, uh, there's nothing finer than uh, being in your diner. And I thought, wow, that really means a lot to me. <laughs> Uh, laughing still sucks. <laughs> uh. We'll keep you and the other families involved <laughs> in our thoughts and prayers. <laughs> the other families. You're one of them, Alec. <laughs> you and the other families. Uh, I, I, how often is that said where, uh, you know, uh, we're thinking about uh, all the victims today, as well as Muhammad Atta and his family <laughs> and uh, the Bin Ladens. And we want to make sure that everyone is safe. People forget Muhammad Atta had a family. <laughs> we're thinking we're thinking of all the families in Aurora, Colorado, particularly James Holmes and his mother. They'd be like uh, yelling <laughs> at hope the, they're all right. Like the engineer for the Twin Towers for putting them there. It's all that guy's fault. <laughs> the Alec Baldwin all, defense. All the people suffering through this, like you and the dead girl <laughs> and the, the gunshot victim. <laughs> Listen, D, and here is her. Uh, here is her um, note, and there's a copy. This is her um, yearbook. Kind of uh, she had me sign it. She's putting and I said, uh, I hope there. summer is kick ass. <laughs> and, uh, and, and she wrote, what a long, strange trip it's been. And I thought that really, boy, that really means a lot to me. By the way, Alec Baldwin's just showing phone numbers. <laughs> is he? <laughs> there was some on the left side of his, uh, he was showing like his messages on his iPad. Oh, God. <laughs> Just phone numbers. Uh, well, no one, no one call those poor people. <laughs> hey, it's Alec. New number. Uh, <laughs> you better watch it. 
<laughs> she wrote me a note and said, uh, you gave out my phone number and people have been uh, heckling me uh, via the internet. On the, uh, and uh, that really meant a lot to me. On the uh, gravy boat that was on my <laughs> on my table. <laughs> it's always <laughs> it's always food related. <laughs> it was uh, it was tough to read over the Heinz ketchup label. <laughs> uh, but I believe she said uh, that, that I will have. Uh, many, many good days ahead. Yeah, they wrote, they wrote a note on both sides of the ketchup squirt gun. <laughs> she, uh, she started the note with, hey, squirt, which I thought was funny. What? We, me and my wife, we had a laugh. <laughs> One of the few bright spots in, uh, in our day. <laughs> All right, let's hear more. <laughs> they wrote, you're number one with a... And then they scratched it out, but I knew what they were going to say. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's in my computer, so I'm going to save that forever. Um, <laughs> he, he killed a girl. I mean, I've had more people who have been kind and thoughtful and um, generous of spirit than I've had, um, you know, people who are malignant about. Um, it was a shame because I got a, a, a very kind note on a, a bottle of, of syrup, and then I realized it was Aunt Jemima, and I thought, well, I can't hang on to this, unfortunately, uh, but the sentiment will always remain with me. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, we benefit from the kids' menu with the, uh, the crayons. It's good for <laughs> note passing. <laughs> the uh, uh, the crossword was filled out, and it spelled uh, "We love you, Alex." I was just and, I thought, say that. <laughs> and I thought that was very sweet, and uh, I hung it on my refrigerator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't either. It's got to go somewhere. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this. I like I said, Colin played it for me the other day, but like this is this is my new favorite television show. Alec Baldwin, <laughs> just Alec reading things that happened to him. Alec Baldwin Insta, it's called his Instagram. <laughs> Alec Baldwin Insta. Helena Hutchins, I'm not afraid to say that. Oh, good. And to couch that in some euphemisms, some somebody I'm not died. afraid to Very dox her. And, it's a girly um, shot. Uh, and, and I've gotten so much, I mean, so much um, goodwill from people. It's just incredible. And, 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 and you know, a, a, a kind of alarming amount of uh, the other stuff. But I, I'm not a New Year's resolution person. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> I rarely. <clears throat> That's what this is all building up to? Have the Apparently. ability to. Uh, <laughs> I was told on the underside of a pancake. To make a New Year's resolution. Uh, my New Year's resolution this year was to shoot fewer than uh, two people. <laughs> and I believe uh, that when we reconvene next year, I will have accomplished that goal. Uh, change my behavior in terms of resolutions. Like, oh, I'm going to give up smoking, you know. I gave up smoking um, 
And when I got married to my wife, I mean, she's a pretty much of a health nut, and I never was much of a smoker anyway, but I'd light up a couple when I, usually when I was working, because I'm so nervous when I'm shooting to... Well, I can understand why. <laughs> you're nervous when you're shooting, you say. <laughs> do you think maybe the shaky hand had yes. something to do with the gun going off? I can't imagine why you're so nervous, Alec. <laughs> I generally am uh, very nervous when I'm shooting because I think, what if today's the day that I kill a young woman? <laughs> He's got and the- uh, you have to you have to understand that most of my career that did not happen. <laughs> He's got the shaky hands. <laughs> holding a revolver. I'm always very nervous when I shoot because this I think this is the day that I could rip the life out of someone. Yeah, the uh, the the key to it is breathe out as you pull the trigger. <laughs> I could I always think there could be an innocent girl on set uh that could have the life sucked out of her. I just wanted Years to too soon after I gun her down. <laughs> I just asked her if the barrel looked clean to her and it went off. <laughs> Let's continue. I'm always a little bit stressed out about that. So I would always smoke a couple cigarettes a day when I was shooting or, you know, just stupid behavior. I don't drink. Hey, maybe that's that why. A long time ago. Maybe he quit smoking and he was all, you know, nerved up. <laughs> he was he was all pent up, dude. He had nowhere to put yeah. it. Yeah. He had to get some aggression out. What I fucking tell you? Fuck. <laughs> you know, being on the range, I'm sure that gets some of the, you know, the jitters out. <laughs> I need my camels. <laughs> uh, but New Year's resolutions like to don't use bad language and, you know, uh uh, food resolutions. So I'm not going to kill many. Holster your firearms. You know, dairy or whatever. <laughs> uh, I try. I've, I've tried. But now it, at my age, I'm like, you know, um, I, I think I'm not doing too bad, uh, except in one department. And, um, Can't the, murdering? <laughs> the other things that I do or don't do, I'm, I resign myself to the fact that, um, I'm still going to eat pizza. And yeah, boy, you know who's not going to eat pizza? I shouldn't be eating, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Oh, good. <laughs> one, what good. kind of note could he get passed on a pizza box? Yeah, I wish Charlie Manson would have checked in with more updates on his mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fine, gang. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear. As Craig mentioned, I can't understand why the guy's going through something. And I don't think he's a, I mean, you know, you can argue as a producer, does he have responsibility, this and that, but like, he's not a murderer, you know? Yeah. It's, so I do have sympathy for him, but it's like, what are you doing, man? I, I would say it's heavy on the armorer. Uh, whoever brought live rounds to the set, like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I really don't think it's the actor's fault because in his mind, and again, as a producer, maybe he has more responsibility, but like in the actor's mind, you're essentially playing with a toy gun, I would think. Well, it's a real gun. There's just supposed to be blanks in it. Um, I know, but I'm saying the idea of, you know, dressing up as a cowboy and then handing you a gun on set, you're not like, well, surely this can kill someone. Right. They they definitely, uh, he definitely has responsibility. Um, of course, yeah, but I just don't think of him as a you know no, but the, I, <laughs> murderer. I, I don't know but if he is. I guess yeah, he, well, he, technically he is. Uh, yeah. I don't know if um, I don't know 
you know, what's propaganda and what's not with like the armor stories about coming off another movie and not switching anything out and right. <laughs> you know, all that shit. But it's like you should uh one, that live round shouldn't have been there too. You should know how to at least check and three, I don't know why you're pointing a gun at her anyways. So what do the people think right now? The the few people that are with us this early. Uh, <clears throat> because I think tomorrow will probably I'm sorry, I think yesterday will probably be the free episode. So we can just fuck around here and keep watching this. Or are the people sick of it? Uh no no one's sick of it yet from what I'm gathering. All right, let's keep watching. One thing I do want to consider very carefully in this coming year and to and to really, really push myself is in terms of trying better to <laughs> switch not, to sugar. Uh, allow the negativity in my life to affect me. It's good out to affect me. I've been having some very interesting phone calls with some very interesting people who I will not name. But some of them <laughs> sounds like rather a rather well-known people <laughs> who are who deal in all kinds of behavioral, philosophical, religious, spiritual, meditation, uh, all kinds of uh, ways to attain a state of mind where you really short circuit a lot of the negative in your life. All right, now he's starting to lose me. And this started with a Splenda package. I, yeah, we can we can probably wrap spend. this up. <laughs> I prefer Alec. If I'm going to critique this episode. I say uh, stick with the splendid talk. I think that was your best stuff. I got. I'm, I skipped to the last forty seconds. Let's see how he uh, lands this plane. Oh, okay. Thank you to everybody who's been kind to me. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Somebody wasn't kind to me. One of my kids, I think, smashed me with a toy. Or a oh, stick I or knew something. it. I don't remember now. Oh, that little dick I cut my nose. Uh, I'm glad we put a button on that. How. I came in the house and I was like, whoa. <clears throat> but maybe they were traumatized when they smashed me with the toy. I don't know. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what was he talking about? Oh, my God. I think he was. I thought that was a joke towards him shooting the chick. Oh, no, no, no. I'm rewinding that. That's how I just took that. Like, he's traumatized for shooting or maybe they're traumatized for hitting him in the face with a toy is how I took oh. That is how I took <laughs> Oh, maybe you're right. Oh, my. That's how I took that. Oh, you yeah. might be right. I didn't even think of that. Oh, you rewind this. Yes. I was like, whoa. <clears throat> but maybe they were traumatized when they smashed me with the toy. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're little pussies who haven't sucked the life out of someone. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Al. Maybe, you know, these oh. kids, they think uh, that what they're doing is important. And then I remind them uh, <laughs> that they haven't uh, ended someone's entire being. You really want to point that Nerf gun at me? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what these hands are capable of, children? <laughs> Does your gun go off without pulling the trigger, too? Oh, and we know how Alec Baldwin handles misbehaving children. Yeah, that's right. So that must have been an ugly scene. Yeah, that was just payback. His nose was just payback. You filthy little pig. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, he looks like shit. I am going to straighten your ass out. <laughs> but he is the greatest talker ever. Like I could just listen to that voice all day. Oh, yeah. I think um, I, I could always hear him talk in The Departed. Oh, yeah. I love it. He's just got like that soft voice. Like when he's at the, he's drinking beers like 10 a.m. at the driving range. And his accent sucked, but for some reason it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he only laid it on thick a couple times. Other than that, it sounded normal to me. World needs plenty of bartenders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That was so. That was pretty much it as far as news that I gave a shit to talk about today. Was there anything you uh, that piqued your interest? Let's check. Uh, let's check trending on Twitter. Um, oh, this is fun. <laughs> let's see what's going. <laughs> this is when we've really given up. COVID, COVID. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it's probably actually not joking. Oh, you know what I am interested in. I will say. Is uh, and I've reflected a lot on this, and I'm not making fun of uh, Alec Baldwin, but it is a similar. I'm sure I'm going through a similar thing because I was thinking earlier. Um, I was thinking where, where was I uh, a year ago tomorrow, uh, when you know the world changed, yeah, and uh, you know tragedy struck us all. Tomorrow uh, is going to be the most insufferable day on television. Oh, you're batting down the hatches, folks. <laughs> social media. This is the social media equivalent of running to the grocery store to stock up on, you know, toilet paper and fucking protein shakes. I'll, I'll be listening to a theater near me uh, <laughs> by myself somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Because tomorrow is going to be a brutal day. Yes. Yes, Why do people act like that affected that the way that I don't know like 9-11 did? <laughs> well, AOC says she has um, fucking PTSD from it and she wasn't even in the building. Yeah, well, I mean, we all kind of, we all have PTSD. We all suffered that day. <laughs> but that's a that's a day I like. I don't remember where I was. I don't even remember hearing about that news. Oh, I do. I don't. I wasn't. I don't think I was on any show. Like we didn't talk about it here for sure. I don't think I was on KMS when it got talked about. Yeah, yeah, you were. I think we talked about it here. That's Did what, we? Yeah, that's why Ted started calling me a proud boy because I said uh, I said something along the lines of I'd rather someone go after the government than like a building owned by someone privately. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yes, we did talk about it. I still stand by that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, I, yeah, yeah, I guess we did talk. About it. I just blocked it out. I guess, but again, that's how insignificant it was to me. Like, it's not it, what to me. It was not this historical moment. Like they want to, they want to put it on this level of, and wait, you know what? January sixth is the perfect example of like this generation mm-hmm. where we want everything to be a hardship. You know what I mean? Like we want to have struggled as much as past generations. So we take something like January 6th and say, well, this is (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. Yes. And everyone's like, no, no, it isn't. (laughs) No, no. Well, the fucking stupid president of the United States is like the leader of saying that shit. It's it's crazy. Yeah. So is Trump going to do a speech tomorrow or something? Are you supposed to? Is he really? What an idiot. 
I, he was maybe it was canceled, but like there was plenty, there were talks of him doing that. That would be yeah. the dumbest shit for him to do. <laughs> it would be hilarious. I think it'd be great. Uh, how do, how does he not have one of these getter accounts yet? I I looked for him because I want. You know, we didn't finish the job last year. That's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Mike Pence still walks. <laughs> A little limpy, I'd say, if you catch what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it would be hilarious if he used like January 6th to announce he's running for president. <laughs> I'm running with a new running mate, Mike Pence, totally gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different guy. It's like, this is gay Mike Pence. <laughs> he's just doing chin ups behind him. You just see him, you just see him going up and down. Uh, yeah, so what is trending on Twitter? Nothing fun. It's all that shit. Kind Give me some of- examples. Um, uh, Merrick Garland. Hmm. You care? Uh, yeah, it's all boring shit. National Bird Day. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pope. <laughs> What's the Pope up to? Let's see. Uh, Pope Francis has criticized couples who choose to have pets instead of children as selfish, arguing that their decision to forego parenthood leads to loss of humanity and is a deter- uh, detriment to civilization. Pope, we got too many people here as it is. <laughs> yeah, we got enough, bud. We got way too many people. <laughs> that's 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 back on track for the Pope. None of this, maybe, like, abortion Maybe fine. some couples have pets because they can't have kids. Have you ever thought of that, Pope? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. That, I like the idea of addressing the Pope as Pope. Yeah. Now listen here, Pope. <laughs> He's back to his religious values there. Did you ever hear uh, Jim Gaffigan's bit about the Pope? Oh, yeah. Well, wanting to be, <laughs> who just, he just goes, I'm going to be the Pope. Super Pope, the greatest Pope ever. Here he is. Here he is. There he is, the leader of all the Catholics. <laughs> what a Pope. <laughs> uh, Gaffigan was, I, I didn't watch Gaffigan's new special. I haven't seen it yet either. I saw a trailer where like, he's sticking it to billionaires. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's borderline. Like he's talking about how, uh, like just all these billionaires going to space and shit. Yeah. Like, what, is it, what is going to space become a hobby? <laughs> so like it's borderline, but I'm like, I <laughs> come on, Jim, get back to fucking pork chops. And <laughs> you know, bacon just makes everything better. Yeah. Like, let's, let's stick with that. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe he does. I hope he does. Yeah. Although I, you know, I am. Not enough people have talked about uh, polit- not enough comedians have gotten into politics. So maybe I hope I hope there's one more. <laughs> yeah, I wish Nick DiPaolo would. <laughs> yeah, gee, yeah, just as bad. Jesus, <laughs> Nick, you're not a fucking newsman. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's all it's all he wants to be now, and he's like jacked all of a sudden. Is he? He he does these videos when he's got his like button up shirts on, and he's like popping out of them. It's crazy. Ooh, well, good for him. He's pr- moved down to Georgia, and he's probably just got. I think he's a bunch doing, of time on his hands. I think he's doing. Um, I feel. I think growth. Not. I think not HGH, but whatever the fuck Rogan's on. Ah, interesting. Or maybe it is HGH. I don't fucking know. Hmm. Um. Shit. What else was I gonna say? Uh, the, oh, did you watch? Uh, give that if you haven't watched it. Give that Bob Einstein documentary a watch. What's it on? HBO Max. I will. Also. Uh, uh, did you guys enjoy 
the episode of Chris Rock, Why Are You Laughing, huh? We got a new one coming out this week, which I don't know what it is. Is this the free episode? I don't even know. No. Oh, then I'm going to stop pretending. <laughs> uh, these people haven't seen that yet the Chris Rock episode yeah no I was speaking like this was uh, Monday's episode oh okay I got you that'll be up tomorrow night right yes I'm gonna okay do, very good upload that um, have you listened to it by any chance or like, not yet I just got it um, like a day or two ago give it a thorough uh, once over just because there were some technical issues at the end I think Justin said he cleaned them up for me but okay I have not heard it. Oh, I will do so. Um, yeah, so Dane Cook's the free episode of Why You Laughing Tomorrow. Go uh, support that. Check that out. Um, you know what a good discussion is that we could have here, just for the patrons, just our patrons here, the gearheads? Mm-hmm. What would we do with a live show? <laughs> like, you know, I got to say, based on the blistering numbers... <laughs> uh, that came after I announced we would do a live show. I'm not sweating it too much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but uh, like, what would we do? I I was I would uh, assume incorporate stand-ups and then do a show of some kind with something happen. I, I'd have to think about it more, obviously. But I think we should do the show. Oh, like yeah, maybe I would do five minutes of stand-up or something. Yeah. Just for shits and gigs, you know? Do you want to do five minutes of stand-up? I don't really want to, no. <laughs> it's your show. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. I forgot about that. <laughs> so I, was like, I could do whatever I want. I forgot. We could literally just sit there and be like, hey, you guys want to watch uh, fucking Saved by the Bell <laughs> and just laugh at it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we'd do. That's the other thing. We can't show videos like that, I guess. Sure we could. No, you can't. Entertainment uh, bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Well, the law does. I fuck the law. Oh, what a rebel. Yeah. We can show Never clips. Well. We can definitely show clips. Of certain things. Yeah. Um, but like we couldn't do a TV time capsule, for example. I'd have to look into it. I believe. Which you, could be fun in a live setting. Definitely. But I don't think we can do that. Yeah, maybe that's something to think about. Maybe I'll have to look it up. Something to think about. Something to think about. Um, well, all right. Folks, if you have any ideas, send them our way. Yes. You know, we could play, uh, we could get a big Craig Pinata. <laughs> yeah. We, play, we, <laughs> we could do that. That would be, be fun. It's just actually, <laughs> it's just actually me. <laughs> <laughs> a human pinata. That could be fun. I think so. Um, that would be great if I just get a, like, uh, like the, those inflatable jousting things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is our live show. We're just going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to keep we it. We fight to the death. <laughs> just got to keep it loose, man. You know? <laughs> uh, all right, gang. Well, oh, what happened on a very good show last night? Uh, we stopped recording after like 26 minutes cause, uh, my house started falling apart. What does that mean? We might finish it tonight. I don't know. We recorded for a little bit, but then everyone was like... Oh, but what do you mean your house was falling apart? Everyone's still sick. <laughs> ah, oh, okay. I thought I had the window where everyone was asleep, and then right. everyone was not asleep. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Your kids have COVID too? Everyone. Wow. Yeah. Are your kids bad? No, no. They're just... It's exactly like you would think. They just go... They just got the sniffles. 
No, I meant did they misbehave? Is that why God punished them? They were bad children. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. <laughs> no, I, I was curious if they had uh, like symptoms because I haven't heard that much in kids. Nah, kids don't get it, man. They just, they just, they're annoyed with their noses leaking. It seems yeah. like that's about it. All right. Uh, well, hopefully, we'll get to hear this very exclusive episode of a very good show. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, anything else before we uh, zip out here? Nope. All right, gang. This was a fun one. Yeah. Even though I had, we had nothing to talk about. <laughs> that's why I, I think we made something of that's it. That's why I, when you said that uh, the other one was definitely the free one, I'm like, that Alec Baldwin part was kind of fun. <laughs> I did enjoy that, Alec. But, you know, we got to give the patrons a fun one once in a while, too. That's true. That's true. So that'll be just for us. <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, hmm. Yeah, so why are you laughing tomorrow? Go support that. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, all the uh, gearheads. Thank you to the new people. The few, you few newbies, I appreciate you as well. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. I hope to hear from you soon. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?